This is your boy Lamar Spacey. We're back with another Space Station podcast. And this time around, we're here with my boys, Griffin Moonstone. We got Connie Quentin, known as Mo Sum. Mo Sum. So, you know what I mean? This this is y'all first time here. Uh, let's just uh, yeah, get into Well, that's first off, let's start. You know what I mean? I did smoke before I. That's my you know I mean? And this is your first time here. Y'all got me a little nervous. I ain't gonna hold you. So, how y'all feeling right now? I'm feeling good. I'm Today's been a good, been a good day. day. Honestly. Yeah. I like, I like rainy days, honestly. It's kind of like calming in a weird way. You know what I mean? I like just kind of putting on some music. Well, in New Jersey, you don't have to wear a mask anymore, which is crazy. Oh, so, my so day was nice. so much great because I work in retail. So, I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Well, Jersey, they ain't been following the rules at all the whole <laughs> pandemic. No. So especially no. not in nah, that's Jersey New York. for you. That's the most Jersey thing I've ever heard. Man. They legalize weed and then they take have everyone take their masks off early. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good vibe. She's wild out there. They're wilding though. <laughs> and I have to fill I have to fill my own gas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yo, that's the best thing about Jersey. You oh still don't even gotta pump your own fucking gas. I would literally go out of my way to go to go to Jersey just so because it's a little bit cheaper and then it's also you don't have to get out of your car. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm vibing. <laughs> yeah, especially when it's like 20 degrees out. Oh, like, yeah. I can just say knee while someone else does this. Yeah, I'm like, I'm cool. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the best thing. All right, now this being our first time here, let's get into our origins a little bit. So cool. I heard Jersey over here, my man's Griffin. Yes. yes. So so what part of Jersey are you from? Let's people know. From bit. Washington, New Jersey. Washington, um, New Jersey. Yeah, it's like right next to Phil, uh, Phillipsburg. Oh, so it's like right yeah, there, right, right next to yeah. yeah. Cause yeah. I ain't gonna lie, I never really heard of Washington, New Jersey. Nah, yeah, it's a no small town. There's, like, there's nothing special about it. Yeah. You know? The only thing special is um, Halsey came from that town. Yeah, we went to here. the same high school as her. Oh, yeah, so Halsey. if you're a Halsey fan, hmm. she does a... she does that one song with uh, Chainsmokers. Oh yeah, the one that was really big. Like, oh, baby, one. pull it closer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Definitely know who that is now. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, yeah. we went to the same high school, and um, we didn't really start hanging out until like what, like end of like yes. like junior year. Yeah, end of junior year. Yeah. Started like, you know, joining forces, throwing parties and stuff, and then we're like, oh, this is a this is a thing we could do this is fun <laughs> meet someone that can match my energy so it was like as soon as we kind of were able to work on music together it was like okay this is the only person i've met that like knows my what vibe i'm going for and i can actually like work with without wanting to like blow yeah. my brains out the one person that can match your energy <laughs> yeah exactly what's um what's funny about it is like people always compare us like back in like before those years like, yo, who's better, you or Quentin? Because, like, he's a DJ and I was a DJ. And we DJ at the same places, too. So people would always compare us. Okay. Yeah. And we never met each other. So we're like, yo, fuck that guy. And then, fuck <laughs> yeah. that guy, too. Yeah. And then we finally met, like, oh, I see this guy's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I was kind of a douchebag this whole time. It was so funny because, like, um, before I met Griffin, our sisters were working at, like, the same bar. And um, my sister, like, threw some party or something. And his sister, like, came and then saw my... Uh, like studio and she's like oh my brother does the same stuff I'm like who's your brother and she told me oh it's Griffin and I was like oh I, yeah I know Griffin and then we kind of started working on stuff like over the summer and then we happened to end up in the same music theory class our senior year so it was kind of like meant to be I feel like yeah. to get together and just work on beats and stuff so yeah so right. and here we are <laughs> now just to get off in a little tangent before we started you said you, you was from Kansas yeah, well, I was born in Kansas, and then when I was like a, a little baby, we moved out of here. So oh, I try okay, to okay. I try to visit visit there a good amount, but you know, with the COVID, it's been kind of difficult. But I love going out there. They got the best barbecue. It's like there's not a lot going on. I feel like, but there's still like really chill stuff. Kansas City is just kind of a cool, cool city just to be in. But uh, yeah, all my family's from Kansas and like Texas and everything. What's so. your f- what are they known for, like food wise? Uh, barbecue. Yeah, if you go out there, like. Uh, my favorite place, well, there's um, one place, it's not really barbecue, but uh, Blue Moose is great. If you're ever in Kansas City, go to Blue Moose uh, and Q39. One that's so, oh, so good, dude. They have these wings that are just like massive. And I can like, you're eating that for like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. What kind of wings though? Like, they, they, like, they, yeah, they, they dry rub, they buffalo, barbecue, They're, whatever it? flavor you want on them. It's just like, you're basically getting a drumstick essentially. It's just so good. Yeah, I, I haven't had shit like that in a while. Oh, yeah, a big ass wing, like yeah, like two of them. You're set. All right, sorry. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that food sounds good. Bro. I ain't gonna lie. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> if you got a chance to go out of Kansas City, get get some good barbecue. You won't be disappointed. So well, now. I don't know why I'm agreeing with that. I haven't been there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go out there, go to Kansas City. That's just fire. 
And one thing I wanted to ask y'all, so y'all y'all talked about y'all organs before it was a little little tension there, a little yeah. competitive rivalry. Yeah. What was the time frame? Because I, I did a little digging. I seen you started on your beat pad around 2014. When was your story? Oh, that's the actor. You're the armor in this, man. Whoa. What's the time frame here? So, like, when did y'all like, start doing this thing together? Well, it's so funny because, I, I mean, I've been, I, I think Griffin's the same way, but we've just been making music, like, or at least, like, playing with instruments since we were kids. Um, yeah. And then I really started getting serious around, around that time, like, around, like, 2012 2013 and like really i didn't start playing shows till I, till like 2014 or so like till i was like a freshman in high school okay so 2014 you were a freshman in high school yeah, yeah. God, damn that's when i graduated oh shit bro God, damn. damn damn i feel old, <laughs> old as hell. no wonder i'm in the rocking chair <laughs> <laughs> now yeah. the most some namesake yeah how did y'all come up with the idea for the name what was that all about? uh it's um it's the duality of man you know we got some most got some Nah, it's not true at all but um <laughs> yeah no it was uh it, it's just kind of like i think it, wayne came up with it yeah i was sitting in a math class or no a was it math? yeah i was saying like some math class and i just kind of like thought of it um honestly the, it was just kind of like a lot of um, like the artists that we were listening to um, at the time. They always had like weird names. I was like, I want a weird name. Like, like what's so not? Yeah, what's so not and like that. stuff like that. And I was just like something that's like memorable. And um, but yeah, no. So we just, I came up with it and I asked Griff. I'm like, yeah. does this sound cool? And he was and, like, yeah. And um, <laughs> when I was when I was thinking about it, and I'm like, no, it'd be funny because if anyone ever asked, like, oh, who's most and who's some? Like, oh, I'd be most. He'd be some. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the funny ass thing in music. It's like. When you, when you come up with a group name and then one name is more fire than the other and then y'all trying to choose who gets the more fire name. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I'm trying to think of a band like that. I know I know exactly what you're talking about. Like Rage in the Machine, that's a Joe Budden group. They always joke about that on their pod. That's, that's, <laughs> that's why like that's why it clicked when y'all said that. That most same thing. That's funny. So y'all started doing uh music together around like, uh, what, like 2016? 2016. 2016. 2016, yeah. 2015. 2015. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, we didn't really start, like, um, like dropping, dropping stuff till, what, like, end of senior year or yeah, so? Like two years yeah. Ago. yeah, yeah, I was going yeah, to two say, three years ago. 2018, yeah. the Paranorma, uh, to Panorama. Panorama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's all good. Panorama. That was, yeah, that was like, that was a name that oh I think God. I just picked. Like I totally forgot about that. Yeah, honestly, we it was like one of those things where we're like we had a bunch of singles and we're just like let's put it out and I just picked a name at random. I was like this kind of feels the same vibe. Yeah, at that point that was kind of like more like EDM kind of. Yeah, we were making more like, like EDM experimental like trap beats and shit. That's yeah. where I wanted to yeah. go. So that's the thing I love about y'all. Like while everybody now, even certain certain um, white boys are getting into the rap now. Like oh, rap right. is the most popular genre right now but y'all y'all doing the the club scene y'all doing the edm music and uh how can i say because being from jersey y'all know you're familiar with house music and yeah. and jersey club but it's a little different than that yeah. it's a little different than that yeah so i want to know why y'all chose that lane why didn't y'all choose to go to a more how can i say a route that everybody else is going what made y'all want to separate yourselves from the pack well I think it was just kind of like there was a time with electronic music because like I got, when I got into electronic music I was like ten or eleven, and um, I just literally like Googled like techno and I clicked the first thing and I was just like listening to house music and stuff and then um, I I kind of slowly like started kind of getting more into like heavier stuff I started listening to, like bass music like, like dubstep and like uh, drum and bass and stuff yeah. like that and um, I was just kind of like this sounds really cool but um, I think the turning point for me was listening to Porter Robinson's uh, worlds because he went from being like this, like main stage, huge DJ playing club bangers and stuff every set to like playing like super just chill, like basically like ambient songs mixed in with some electronic stuff. And I was like, so if the, one of the biggest DJs in the game can do that, I can do anything. And I feel like that kind of opened the doors more. And I think we were still kind of doing EDM at the time, but I was like, I started adding like pianos and stuff and I was like, oh, it's different. <laughs> okay, how about you, Griff? Yeah, I remember um, 
my brother was like showing me all these CDs and um, that was like underneath his bed. I'm looking through them and I see the Gorillas, like one of their first ones. Second album, I think it was. Legendary. The, the four, the four faces. So good. Which one is that called? Uh, Demon Days. Demon Days? Yeah. I thought it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah go that fucking album, Demon Days, so, so fucking good. So good. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. And then um, and then like he showed me Daft Punk, uh, Discovery. And I'm like, oh shit, I want to make that sound. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. See, now I love... I, I, want to say there was a time growing up where i was definitely into techno music like y'all gonna be putting yeah. me on to a lot of shit this episode because oh, yeah. i i'm familiar like with the house oh, djs i'll send you a list if you send oh, me a yeah, list bro. what to recommend word, word. i'm familiar with the house djs um the fucking daft punks of the world um also like calvin harris that's something that like calvin harris is low-key fucking good yeah yeah, 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 super yeah that's yeah. somebody that like when i listen to y'all i kind of get that little vibe but Y'all doing something unique. Thank you. Uh, y'all, y'all are different. The thing is, y'all incorporate the hip hop sound a little more in, in y'all music rather than the average EDM or techno artist. Yeah. Why is that? Well, I feel like it's just like I grew up listening. To my stepmom put me on to like so much hip hop when I was so young. I remember like her playing. Um, Dr. Dre's 2001 for me when I was mm, real young classic, and just classic. being like this is so cool like the way the drums hit and the how it was I mean at the time I didn't know like the specifics of it I just listened to it be like this is crazy and then she gave me a copy like gave me a CD of it and I was just like this is nuts so it was always something I was listening to but then it wasn't until I got like into high school where I, when people kind of show, started showing me like different stuff because I was listening to like Wu-Tang Clan you know uh NWA stuff like that and like you know like Jay Dilla and Mujabez yeah he's dropping some let me yeah back on that yeah because that's one of the things I mean Griffin definitely connect on is like that vibe but I uh I I loved AMA bro like AMA everyone like loves now like I remember when I was like like in high school talking about AMA and people were fucking making fun of me you watch fucking Naruto you're a fucking loser Samurai Shampoo Cowboy Bebop dude fuck those animes you watch that shit and now (laughs) all of them are just like yo you talk about this you see this you see this I'm like yo I seen those like 10 years ago yeah fucking recommending Netflix animes and shit like you've been there yo man we were even there for Toonami bro yeah exactly when I was like couldn't go to bed and I was watching that shit that shit was fire those guys that's why I saw, that's why I'm picking up on this because uh, Nujabes did the soundtrack for Samurai Shampoo, which is one of the best soundtracks yeah. of all time. It's so good. And um, I heard I heard that for the first time, and I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, that's, right. That's fucking something, man. That's yeah, a feeling I never felt before. Listen to that shit. Y'all familiar with a uh, Flying Lotus? Oh, oh yeah. Flying Lotus. Man, yeah, he makes some great oh, sounds. Man. I first Wait. heard the shit off the Yasuke shit. Oh my god, dude, <laughs> he is so ridiculously talented, and he gets like he doesn't. He's, he's super underrated, but he's also, like, if you're, like, really into hip-hop and, like, really, especially, like, old-school kind of stuff, you know, like, Flying Lotus is the man. Like, he is one of the greatest. And, like, uh, I mean, he produced for Thundercat, and, like, Thundercat is, like, Whoa. a huge, like, inspiration for me. He is, like, and I, when I heard that they teamed up, I was like, hold up, this is fire. Wait, I when, love did, this. when did they team up? Um, I think it was for his most, I mean, I think they've been working together for a while, if I remember correctly, but uh, I know for his last album that he produced a bunch of stuff. Damn, I didn't know he. That's um, so crazy. I didn't know Thundercat like produces for other people. Oh, I thought yeah. he just produced. Or I Flying mean, Lotus, yeah, yeah produced you know for Thundercat. I mean? Yeah, 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 I got you. I thought <laughs> Thundercat like produces for other people. Yeah, it's That's crazy. Um, but to answer your question, though, I think it was like we both kind of had this um, mutual love for like a specific sound and hip hop and kind of having like yeah. this very I don't even know how to describe it like kind of like lo-fi hip-hop mixed with like old school but also like the new yeah. stuff it's like when you see like people really gravitate towards like something in hip-hop it's like these people are feeling it like in their chest yeah. you know and it's kind of like this is really cool i was like can we in, uh, incorporate it and like even going back to like what's so not and stuff like that the they were starting to incorporate and like so many edm artists were moving over to like playing like trap and stuff i mean kenny yeah. beats used to be in a um do a loud pack and they were just djs playing like trap and stuff and um i saw it was like so crazy i'm like man you can there's so many avenues that you can go down it's not just like oh i make house music oh i make you know dubstep i make what this and that it's like no no, this guy could i mean like dylan francis came out with you know mumatone the next day he's doing like pop music and stuff it's like that's really cool and then like um Fuck, man. How did I just fucking forget that? Oh, yeah, Flume, how he, like, produces all the time for Vince Staples. Oh, yeah. 
Like, Vince Staples is like an iconic like rap figure, I think. Yeah. I love Vince Staples, bro. Yeah, he's definitely yeah. more an underground scene. He definitely has his his fan base is there. That yeah. niche, right? That it's so funny watching videos of him like in yeah. person because he's such a great like funny guy. Yeah, yeah. he's so candid and frank. Like that's that's yeah, that's the type of people I gravitate to. Oh yeah, when people just keep it real. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but to finish their thought on that, um, best way to explain it, I was telling the Quentin, I'm like, I'm glad we don't do that much EDM anymore. The best way to explain it is as I'm getting older, it's like it's hard to listen to that stuff because I can't relate to it as much. Yeah. You know, because like they got more stuff. And I like listening to like Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole when they talk about like shit that's fucked up in the world around you or just how you're feeling. Like those mm. deeper thoughts. Yeah. You know? I feel, I feel like house music and stuff, yeah. it's, it connects on like a different. For it. Yeah. I'm glad you touched on yeah. that. We definitely yeah. want to get into that deeper in the pod. Yeah. it's. I think with electronic music, it's kind of like. There's, um, it's, it's one of those things where I feel like it's meant to be listened to, um, in a live setting. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, kind of like, I feel like that's how it is with like jam bands and stuff like Grateful Dead and like Fish and stuff. If you're going to be listening to that kind of music, I feel like it's the best when it's live. Like when you hear like a good DJ that's playing house music, it's like the energy is just constantly coming. It's like, that's why when we DJ a lot of time we end up playing house music because it's just like it's such a vibe and it's like yeah, people will get into music. it without Especially really classic house. oh yeah like 90s house mm. music I'm like like if I play some Todd Edwards and stuff I'm like I'm gonna be vibing today this is some Mr. Well, Fingers yeah yeah, yeah you know yeah. Yeah. but the thing oh, yeah. is Quentin about that is like you play a rap song and I mean, if you don't know the rap song they're kind of like alright I'll just wait till when he transitions over but like house it's like fuck it I don't know what this song is but yeah. it sounds fucking good it just like resonates with you yeah. it's just something about it just yeah. gets yeah. your spirit going you yeah. can just yeah. dance to it just vibe with it you ain't even got just something about it it's just yeah. different I think there's something like very like um, in a weird way, even though it's so futuristic, there's something very like, um, what's the word for it? Like something in our brains that unlocks. Cause like you see a crowd and it's like, it's going crazy. And then they take away like one instrument for like a few bars and then they throw it back in and it makes the crowd go crazy. Cause like <laughs> your mind just goes right back into that rhythm. And it's like, there's something about house music where once you get into that rhythm, that like four, four kind of rhythm. It's just like, yeah. it really kind of takes you over, especially when it's live on a big system. It's easier you know? to listen to. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I guess, when you're in the club and everything. Yeah. So, yeah. that's what, so y'all would say y'all are house music artists? No. I wouldn't I say know. so. What, what, what artists would y'all say y'all are? I think what, I just, what would y'all describe it? Say I'm an artist. <laughs> you know? Artist overall. Yeah. You just, you just do it all. Because I'm open to anything. I'll write a, a blues album if I wanted to, you know? It's I like, like that. Yeah, because, like yeah. I mean, even if you, like, listen to the new EP and stuff, there's track on there that literally sounds like it was made down in the bayou you know it's like it's so old school sounding so like gritty sounding that it's like and it sounds like it's off of vinyl and i i love doing stuff like that but i'll also make some hard-hitting 808s and stuff i i love either way so but yeah i'm I'm still i still make house music and stuff on like on the side and everything but it's um i don't know i like i just like change it up and try different styles so yeah, I want to put myself in, or like same with Griffin. I imagine it's like not putting ourselves in a box. Yeah. It's like whatever you want, whatever whatever sounds good right now, let's do it. Yeah. Great answer. Yeah, can you imagine answer. if I like said like, oh yeah, I'm a dubstep artist, yeah. and then like ten years later, I'm like, I'm not a dubstep artist. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I make dubstep. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So it's now we're finally here for nostalgic purposes. Yeah. That's one thing. Now. From from hearing it over. It doesn't sound like anything y'all have made before, so I know nostalgic per uh, for nostalgic purposes. That does that have that doesn't really have anything to do with the music. What what is the nostalgia there? Wow, it's well. I feel like um, a big part of it kind of came from me and Griffin kind of having this love for just nostalgia in general. Like, there's something about like writing songs that's very like. Yeah. Like, just bringing up old memories and stuff, we always kind of found ourselves being like, oh, remember that time when we did this? And we ended up writing a song about it. Yeah. And then um, on top of that, it was just kind of like, let's make something that's a little bit darker, a little grittier. Because, like, we were, um, I mean, we were making, like, so much stuff, but I feel like the kind of, it was very bright sounding. And it was like, let's just try making something, like, very, uh, you know, like I said, like, dark, moody, and yeah. kind of just, like, loud, I feel like, is, like, a big part of it. Is like, it, it gets yeah. very loud in parts, and that's kind of something I like. I mean, there's parts on it that are, like, just straight up peaking, and I love it. <laughs> and, and that's what I mean, that it doesn't sound like anything y'all done before is different, it's unique, it's like a breath yeah. of fresh air from from yeah. the, the from your older projects. Yeah, yeah um, absolutely. 
for for me at least um we were stuck in covid for that whole year you know i couldn't make any new uh, memories or adventures at least Mm. you know so what can i really talk about you know and i just made a whole album before that about like Gonna get into that too. Yeah, definitely. like, yeah. Um, like me being a girl and everything, like the pros and cons of that. I'm like, I've made a, a whole EP about like the things I miss most, and so um, I think, and honestly, in every song, I'm talking at least my verses, not about yours, but I'm talking about like, a different era, um, like a different time period in each song. Yeah. So like, uh, one, it's me and Quentin and Philly. Um, that's the last song. Yours forever and always. That's what that song's about. At least my verse and uh, the chorus, and then one song's about me in high school driving the car with my buddies. That's SUV, mm-hmm. and then um, up all night. That's like just my childhood, you know, backyard shenanigans and yeah. shit like that, riding bikes and stuff. Absolutely, yeah. And bullshitting. <laughs> and, and y'all sound is so unique. Now yeah. that that's one thing I want to figure out, because well, I do have knowledge of, of different music genres. Yeah, I'm mainly. I mean, I'm mainly into the hip hop world. Hip hop is a lot of sampling. It's a lot of, uh, you know, what I mean, grabbing different sounds from different places. Mm-hmm. Where do y'all go, and what part of y'all mind do y'all tap into to find these unique sounds that that y'all create? Is do y'all is it sampling or is it something y'all make it from scratch every time? It's a it's a good mixture of both. Yeah, it's definitely fifty fifty. It's like we'll have a track like one track will be um like there's there's one track on there um that's completely like samples essentially and it's just ripping off of like old vinyls and stuff i literally have a track on there where i just took a drum beat from an old like jazz record and that i had on vinyl that i got from a shop for like a dollar uh going home oh yeah okay yeah (laughs) And, (laughs) and um then but then there's like like for example the opening song that's all original stuff there's no samples in there whatsoever except so. for the ending yeah like right at the end we sample yeah. like a little movie or something i watched it was actually a documentary i was watching and it was like talking about um like 1950s like documentaries about like this um guy who just went to college for like an art major and um they like the narrator on it's like See, what you did is, like, you went to college and did all this, but you're still alone and everything, while this guy has a girl you love and everything. Yeah. It's, like, literally, like, ripping this guy a new one. Yeah. You wasted your your major on art. I'm like, wow. That's fucking nuts. This is, like, a whole documentary about this. That's some real life shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, oh, we gotta add that to it. I think think most of all, though, is it's, like, it's just kind of living life. Like, I I think that's the most important thing about making art. I think you just kind of have to live your life and then bring it back to it and just kind of be like okay what sounds like reminding me of of that like yeah. um i think there's even a song or a, a line that i say on suv where i think it's suv um where i'm pretty much like i'm gonna take this experience and just put it on a piano it's pretty much what i say and um like i just say throw it on the keys because it's like that's kind of how i feel like sometimes if i have a bad day i just go in to my studio and i just like will play piano for like an hour oh. straight that's interesting. I thought throw it on the keys was like a reference to like putting the keys in the car. Yeah, well, the keyboard. Well, it's funny because that's that's kind of the funny thing about making our songs that sometimes we'll just like write a verse and then we kind of revive out to it and then kind of slowly over time be like, oh, this is what that was about. Like, I like oh, what just happened here yeah. too. Like y'all just like yeah, y'all wasn't you like you wasn't sure about something and it just clicked right there for y'all. Like yeah. y'all just be putting each other onto new shit. Well, it seems like I think that's the most important thing about us doing most some is that I, most of the time when I'm making a track, like when I'm working or writing something for most some, I'm mostly just doing it so I can like impress Griffin and be like, "Yo, dude, <laughs> look at what I just made." <laughs> and now I'm starting back like, "No, check this out." Yeah, and then he impressed yeah. tries like, "Yeah, like we try to go back and forth and try to like just kind of like not one up each other, but like try to push each other. Yeah, push, push each other and be like." Yeah all right, let's try this and like, though, and like, can, can we pull this off? And then it's kind of yeah. like, I just like seen, like, I, I think we just like seen the reaction on each other's faces and being like, holy shit, imagine playing this live and then playing the track. It's just like, it's the best way to explain it is when yeah. you listen to a song, it's like, oh, imagine this, imagine this live. Yeah, that's exactly. Like, listening to. Yeah, I feel like that's a really yeah. key thing. Yeah. Now, that's one thing too, like, out of a lot of um, acts that are in the valley, Y'all have been been pretty busy um, throughout y'all y'all career. Y'all been yeah. doing shows, doing events, hosting y'all stuff. Yeah. How easy or how difficult is it, and how much fun do y'all have 
performing mm -hmm. and hosting events. Oh, it's, it's the best. I mean, it's obviously it comes with its like its pros and cons. yeah pros and cons, and like there's so much to deal with. But at the same time, it's like I would literally not. I, I wouldn't want to be doing, you know, anything yeah. else. Like, if it was that versus working a nine-to-five, I'd do that all day, every day. Because it's like, yeah. yes, I, sure. I think, like, even the worst day on a at a show is still better than working at, like, I don't know, like a quick check or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'd much well, rather there's be someone, there. There's someone that quick yeah, check. Yeah, someone's like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm about to fuck up your sandwich. Yeah, I'm about to quit. <laughs> yeah, no, no. It's something I try to tell myself every day. If I could just do this and record and just make content all yeah. day rather yeah. than going it's, to a job where it's just making me stressful and yeah. irritable well that and, and like there's uh, obviously like i'm not saying that there's like something wrong with like working a retail no, job no, no, but like no, no. but i think it's like it's also like i think something that people kind of get lost um in is that like if you're work if you're doing that nine to five kind of thing i think it's always good to have something like right after work to be like let me just relax and kind of work towards this. I think that's why like people like video games so much. It's kind of like, all right, I just got like told yeah. all day what to do. Now I'm going to go on and do my own tasks and try it's, to like you do this. It's like know. an escape. Yeah, yeah exactly. You, and I think the same thing goes for music. Some people like, like there's just like, I think they just want to kind of like, um, you know, like you said, like escape for a little bit and kind of go into their own world. And yeah. that's kind of like, I feel like a good way to like stay sane, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. Just having yeah. something like a purpose or something to look forward to yeah. at the end of the day, you know. But I'm just making hell of money, like what am I gonna do with this money? Yeah, I don't have time to spend it from working all the fucking time. Exactly. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, well, that's like the, the biggest fear. <laughs> that's like the best way to like keep you know not spend too much money is like if you're if you're working you're not spending money kind of thing and that's like something that i was doing for so long like i took like two yeah. years off of school and i was like just doing that so that i could like save up rent out my own house and everything and then just keep doing what i want on the weekends um and i think that's kind of like something that has definitely kept me saying like as long as i'm making music i'm happy yeah you know? and shit, especially with the pandemic going on oh it's God, like yeah. free time is just all around us so yeah seriously how, how has the pandemic affected y'all making music and performing and stuff like that it was performing it, um <clears throat> and running shows at least that was like a whole year and a half yeah it's gonna be now yeah having, like shows are about to pick up like yeah. we're, we're like almost at the peak of the mountain where it just goes nothing but uphill mm -hmm. like we're almost there yeah you haven't done anything 2021 2020 yet uh we've done a few things we just did one yeah. in uh Philly. It wasn't really a show though. It was a live stream that we did yeah. with uh, yeah, Paris Towers. I, I know y'all did some recently. Yeah, we, did, uh, we just did one in Bud Lake too. Oh yeah, we did one in Bud Lake. Yeah. Where it's kind of like slowly coming back to normal. Um, yeah. But I mean, that year of doing no shows. That was the dream. Like, it was. That it, was like I thought I could do that for life. Honestly, I loved it. What? Not doing shows? Oh no, the two oh. years ago when we were doing. Oh shows. yeah, yeah, we were. Yeah, we were. Okay. I was like fully swamped. Dude, like every oh, weekend, my God, yeah. I was doing some bullshit. It's like how I was paying rent. Yeah. I was like working forty hours a week and doing shows every weekend. It was like yeah. that was the that was the dream. Honestly, that's what I wanted to do since I was like fourteen. Yeah, I love. I don't mind like running sound for shows or like yeah. helping like when will like messages me like yo can you help me run this show i'm like yeah 100 like, yeah. so you pick the acts yeah. and like like and we just make everything and i make everything run smoothly yeah that's like 100 man i hate going to a show into a shit show yeah like let me help you run it and yeah. make it the best event you we just did a show so recently fix your vision yeah you know? go all in as much shit. as possible yeah. yeah i feel like sometimes we end up kind of playing like uh like there's like obviously i think there's there's so many people especially like in the valley and stuff that like they can run shows really well and um but like obviously there's been times where we're like we show up and we're kind of like all right we gotta kind of go through and fix like fix this speaker and yeah. do this and stuff and then, but there's something really satisfying about that about like saying something and being like this sounds great like this sounds really good i'm glad how like i'm i like the way this sounds now and yeah you know you know what it smooth. is it's because like we're such like um such a small community where there is mm -hmm. right now it's like inviting people to these events is like the last thing i want to see is coming to an event and seeing art, art musicians they never heard never heard any of their music mm -hmm. and then finally go see them and like the speakers are fucking shot the mics are like you only got like a two inch fucking two foot cord yeah. on the mic <laughs> um there's fucking shit in the background we gotta be like quiet after 10 yeah you know like having that like all out of the way and it's like everything's like perfect and like planned like accordingly and just like like oh wow i actually had a good time yeah like, well, that's how much worth it like that the show looked amazing yeah that's yeah. why like places like second base vintage and alternative gallery like yeah. they've been 
so helpful. Like, like yeah, yeah soft machine gallery. They, they there's like, nothing but for the community. Yeah, it's yeah. like second base. I, I literally would not be here in this moment if it wasn't for second base because yeah. they were like Andy and everyone there were like the first people to be like, yeah, come come do a show here. Like come set this all up and I'll, we'll you know get a crowd in. Yeah, and second base was never uh, if we, second base was never a thing. Then I would have never yeah. met any rappers or anyone in the back. Yeah, I would know. I was only nobody. doing sh I was only doing like EDM shows and, sh yeah, and shit like same. that in New Jersey. Yeah. This is why I love Fucking doing not. this because it's like I feel like the valley needed that. We like we need more people. We need a spotlight on us. There's too much talent. There's yeah. too much going on out here for it to be unrecognized. So yeah, absolutely. So I'm glad that we have outlets like second base and the gallery where people can perform. And well, then I'm yeah. trying to provide as much as I can doing interviews and meeting new artists from around the way. It's in depth. Well, it's in so funny because the shows. Yeah. I like that. I always think about how like the like if you took like pretty much like 90% of the artists, whether it's musicians, people who make clothes, people who do art kind of stuff. And then you put them in front of like some, like a crowd of people, they'd be like, oh, this person's like from like LA or New York with their own twist kind of thing. But it's like, no, we're really just like a valley in, in Pennsylvania. And it's just like, it's so crazy. Cause you don't really, like, I was trying to explain it to somebody once. It was like one of my mom's friends and being like, um, you know, oh, this is like what my friends are doing and stuff. They're like, there's like no way that you guys are putting together these shows, doing these art shows and selling merch and everything. And I'm like, no, this is, they just love it. And that's the, that's the thing about it. And like, yeah. you don't really see that anywhere. Like I went to, I feel like living in New Jersey, you try to find so much of that and like going through and like yeah. trying well, to find different shows. No, Warren County, especially. Oh my God. Yeah. And, like where um, we grew up. Yeah. I did one show in PA and that's how I met more rappers. From yeah the NJ scene. So I do a lot of shows in New Jersey now. Um, well, before COVID, you know. But, um... Goddamn COVID. Yeah, fucking COVID. Shit's the bad and everything. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I'm, not the, I'm not the only one in that boat, which is nice. Oh, like, yeah. Everyone's eager to do shows again. Yeah. So, that's, that's we're like, all I'm, affected in some yeah. way. Yeah. At least, so, like, um, I can still, like, make beats and shit with people. Yeah, in, or just exactly. Myself, by myself, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So... But there's some rappers who probably, like, are, shit, I need to find beats. Like, they're desperate to find beats, you know? They're probably out there. How yeah. did y'all find y'all way to the valley? Yeah, like y'all said, y'all grew up in Jersey. How <laughs> yeah. did y'all find y'all so, way from, here? From second base. Yeah, well, so what happened, basically, it was re it's a really funny story. Um, So um, second base, I think it was 2017. It was like February 2017. No, I yeah, remember. that's right. Yeah, and um, I remember they did uh, Dilla Day for Jay Dilla. Mm -hmm. And um, their whole, they were like talking about, oh, like, right when you djs like they're doing like open decks and stuff and um i i saw it just like randomly because like one of my friends went to uh second base and i checked it out one time and then i followed them and um so i messaged them and i was like hey um i have like a drum pad you know like um and i make beats on it and stuff kind of like jay dilla uh, but i use a launch pad uh, novation launch pad and um i was wondering like could i come and play some beats on that and they're like yeah absolutely so it was like me and my friends were all like 17 year olds. Uh, it was like me and two of my friends and um, we just kind of walked in and everyone was like dripped out. Like everyone had some crazy outfit. Cause I feel like you can't be in second base and not wear a dope outfit. You this know? is yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like a senior in high school yeah. and um, I just pulled up and uh, it's kind of intimidating at first. And then I was like, all right, well let me hook in and everything. And I started playing stuff and, and um, I was really nervous because I hadn't played a show in a while. And I was just playing like really like old school type stuff, all original stuff. And um, I kind of like looked up for a second and I realized like there's a bunch of people like looking at me. And I was like, oh shit. And um, so I did the whole thing. I only played like 15, 20 minutes. I think it's still, that, that set is still up on SoundCloud. You can probably find it somewhere. But um, <laughs> it's- it was, Sofa? Yeah, on my, uh, one of my side projects called Sofa. And, uh, but yeah, and so we did that. And then I was talking to Andy after, and he was like, we kind of started talking more and talking over DMs and stuff. And then slowly started doing shows. And then, uh, he introduced me to like, Will Steez a lot and, well, and Peanut. What happened with that is Will was doing Soho in the Valley, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I think, um, was it, oh, was no, it Peanut's it Peanut. show? Yeah. Peanut. Peanut. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. One of Peanut's shows, that's when he had the t-shirt. Fuck, I should have worn it. Yeah. Oh, that was, yeah, shirt. his shirts were always fire. Yeah. He, yeah. Um, he was doing a show and he needed a sound guy. Yeah. And, and Andy hit me yeah. up. And then I was like, I need to introduce you to my boy Griffin. 
because Griffin is like just just as good as I am, if not better. And uh, so I brought him through, and that was just so much fun. I was like, all right, I gotta. And I think I was like, yeah, uh, just about to move out there and uh, start going to uh, uh, Northampton Community College. And I was like, all right, this is final. I'm moving out here. I'm doing these. Sh I'm gonna do shows here. And then I met everyone, RTU and yeah. Liss and Will. Oh, and everything. It, was, it was great too, cause like when they first met us, met us, like Will was like, dude, I need to have your guys' contacts. Like you guys. Yeah, you everyone was type. embraced us yeah. immediately. And Shuttles, I was just like, like, you gotta help me. Run. Yeah, seriously. They, you gotta help me run these shows. I'm yeah. like, oh, 100. Like we'd be honored to. Yeah, it's and they were. And, and the funny thing was, it's like I said earlier, like. I did not expect, I was expecting, like, I had done, like, hip-hop shows and stuff before, and it was kind of like, okay, but then I came here, I was like, who the fuck are it, these people? Yeah, actually talented people. Yeah, I was like, this yeah. is crazy. Like, when I heard listening for the first time, I was like, hold up, yeah. how, who how is this is girl? working with her and having her on, on the oh on track? Oh she is, she's so amazing. It's so cool, because, sure. like, um, she, yeah, I feel like I can just bring any track to her and just be like yo check this out like what do you think about this yeah. and then she'll give me her honest opinion on it and then just kill it just and like she can't like when we did the one song uh, how does it feel she literally wrote that that night wrote wrote it and recorded it that night i showed it to her within an hour she had that whole verse and i was like how the fuck did you do that like that is, it sounds so good it was like exactly what i was looking for and she she's just insanely talented she's one of the best yeah. vocalists i've ever met yeah i uh first time i met her was at uh was in that shows, but the first song we did, I did with her was uh, Evergreens. Yeah, or was it? Uh, yeah, no, Evergreens. Yeah, yeah, Evergreens. That's um, that was a track with me, Quentin, Liss. RTU. No, just Mo. Oh, was it? Or is uh, yeah. Yeah. oh, Con's on it. Con's yeah, Con's on, 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 on it. Yeah, RJ is on it. And Will. Will. And that track is funny too because yeah. Will, we made that track for Will for his release party. Um, as a surprise and we performed it for him oh, in the yeah. crowd and he didn't even know that we were making it and it was i mean when we did that recording session it was like phones off no pictures like nothing like no one can know this day happened and we just yeah. wrote that song in like one night and um it was just it was so fire and then we showed it to will will hopped on it and the rest is history that song is like one of my favorites what's funny i think we did the show the song at the show and mm -hmm. he came up to us couldn't even hear what he said before and he was like, yo, bro, you gotta let me hop on this. Yeah. It was some shit like that, if I'm yeah. mistaken. And like, it was, and I was like, of course, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. dude, yeah, I, I feel like his verse is, like, the perfect, like, it, it it's so good on there. Like, he fits perfectly yeah. into it. Funny enough, because, like, he wasn't even in the session and just, like, hopped on it perfectly. I'm like, again, it's one of those things with, with artists in the valley. It's like, how did you do that? Like, I need to know. <laughs> like, it's just so good. There's a lot of great people out here. And that's one thing. I think y'all with Liz will and lance and rj this it's like perfect harmony with y'all it's like every yeah. time y'all get on something together it's just a hit every time yeah they're just yeah. to me i, I love everything y'all do together it, it's so funny too because i feel like the valley kind of has its own sound like if you listen to rtu like shout out to those guys because they really do oh, have my, their room, own. my room's a mess shout oh my god yeah shout out to our the whole, the whole crew yeah right? whole crew you guys are so dope because yeah. it's like I'm like you hear it like there's we were even in like the studio before I mean like this sounds like an RTU song like we got to be careful <laughs> like this is just so and it's kind of like I just feel like everyone in the valley is kind of like all the styles work together somehow and there's people who, who like us that aren't even from here that somehow like fit into that puzzle I just feel like it's kind of like meant to be you know yeah 100% I know when I did um I ran one show at Alternative Gallery and um, I told him, like, yo, I'm going to have rappers come through. It's going to be, like, a great fucking event. He's like, yeah, I don't know. I think he was assuming that, like, it would be, like, just, like, I guess, mumble rappers. Or just, like, rappers with, like, that all sound the same. And who, and then, who was uh, making these assumptions? Uh, it was, like, cause it was, this is the the owner of the uh, gallery. But he wasn't, like, he wasn't sure. Cause he didn't know anything yeah. about me. I was, I was, he didn't know I was entering yeah. there. Like, he didn't know anything about me about, like, doing these shows. Yeah. I told him, yo, let me run an event. And he's like... Uh, cause we're back to back every weekend at yeah. that gallery when I was interning there. Yeah, man, y'all done a couple shows there. Yeah. I, I was like run, helping running sound for punk shows, and then a metal show the next day, and then like uh, then like we're doing um, open mics on the Sundays. Like like we're always busy, so we never had time for it. Then I told him like, yo, let me just just give me a shot. He's like, all right, yeah, sure. And then I bring all these great artists out, and he's like, whoa. That's fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. At the, the beat but he, knew, he knew a couple was... of them because he worked with a couple of them before. Yeah. Like, he knew Max and Millie. And yeah. Like, um, Quinn J wasn't there, but he's a good example that he knew him at least. All those artists that yeah. night were like, 
it was it was that night is like mad i still look back at those like we had a bunch of disposable photos actually the cover for my solo album is from that show and i was just like i because i just look so like i look back so fondly on that whole event because it was just like so so nuts just such a good show it was great yeah. And it was like the last like real big show that we did right before the pandemic and it's kind of like oh, yeah so much fun <laughs> yeah. yes and also um shout out to social tour too oh like, yeah they're always doing stuff for the community too yeah they're and, dope. Like, we did i think event i think after after that if i'm not mistaken after the be yourself show we did oh, yeah. the, the the bust one yeah the, the yeah. social tour yeah that was yeah brandon cool. he's he's a great guy too he does a lot of stuff for the community i'm assuming he's gonna start running shows again too yeah he's gonna ask for our help on it um yeah and it's pretty nuts there's so many people out there just like weaving through and all connected together oh yeah because like the owner of turner gallery like he um he knows andy pretty well like they're pretty tight um which is pretty crazy and um how does Brandon relate to all this? They, I, I feel like social tour. Brandon just knows the most random people. I feel like, like yeah. he'll just pull up somebody on the podcast. I'm like, how do you know that person? That's crazy. Like he's, he's kind of know he knows his shit like very well. Like he, he's, yeah. he's great with everything he does. I only met Brandon because Brandon was trying to run a show. Like he rented off, like walked off this whole street, and he's like, he messaged me like, yo, um. I heard you're like a good DJ like slash sound guy um, looking to run an event. Uh, Khan recommended me to you. I was like, oh, word, yeah. I can definitely help you run this event. And that fucking event was awesome, too. Yeah. It was fucking mad cold out. Yeah, remember it was that? Like, it was like yeah. fucking... It was like 10 below. Yeah, snow fucking all over the shit. Yeah. Yeah. I think I remember that event. I wasn't yeah. there, but I definitely remember that event. Yeah. I don't know why, but actually a good crowd showed up. Yeah, I'm and like, people why are you were out vibing. Here? Yeah, yeah. Like, like every time, like before it's... Um, people would set up for stage. We would go inside yeah. in the heat and then come back out for the acts. Yeah, it and was not fucking cold. Was. Yeah, that's how dedicated the valley yeah. is. Like they yeah. will show up if they if they really fuck with you. And yeah, when people yeah. fuck with you, they going to show that. Yeah, love. they're so so. It's so supportive. It's what's, great. What's cool about that too is um is especially with that show, uh, Brandon knows so many people from like all around the fucking world, essentially, <laughs> at least around the U.S. Um, that he had a couple people from uh, New Jersey come out too. And so that's where we met a lot of New Jersey artists too, yeah. Yeah, all different cool. locations, um, like Travis and JC, the good pianist and a saxophone player that so I work dope. with. So good. Um, there, I met them there. Um, I met Pushing Tiger Lilies there too. No, we met them before. I I introduced you, them to you yeah. at the um, Be Yourself show, I think. Yeah, yeah. They I forgot they opened that because yeah. Montana. We 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 did a song together, and um, I I was just saying to them like you're so like like they were recording stuff off an iphone for the longest time in I'm a like, bus yeah in a, in a yeah i think even before they had a bus they were just oh, recording yeah. stuff off an iphone i was like how does it sound so good and then i was like all right i'm gonna put you guys on and then uh montana brought through uh all the other guys and just it was just like fantastic and i was like yeah. this is this these are the these are my people <laughs> And yeah. um, also, uh, Ethan Ross was there. Samad yeah. Savage. Yeah. Was, yeah. That's a good fucking lineup. Yeah, it was back great. at that. Yeah. That was fucking great. And those guys are fucking talented, too. Another, those rappers. Another topic I wanted to get into with y'all. Y'all solo projects. Most yeah. recent one, House of Mirrors. My, my man, mm. Griffin Lee. So Lewis good. <laughs> As one of my favorite albums of Thank all you, time. Man. It is so good. Yeah, man. That was a fucking a year in the making. Because um, I did it all on a fucking laptop, and um, there was so much shit going on in all those songs. Is like, for instance, like Hush, you know, I had Dewan on it. All right, so I had to make that, record his vocals on a separate track, and I had to do that with Liss as well. And then also had to do that with my verse. And then also had to do it for when I had Maximili do the beat change. And then I also had to do it for Khan, who hopped on the beat change. And then the mixing mastery for the track. So there were six separate files on this for just this one song. Yeah. So mixing mastering that thing took fucking forever. Because if I wanted to fix one thing in the vocals, I had to go back to the other file. Yeah. It, so that's it fucking insane how it took so long, but it fucking worked out. Yeah, no, I have a computer now, so I don't have to do any of that bullshit. <laughs> now. Yeah, but I, that was fucking stressful, man. I noticed you you definitely put a lot of work into that yeah. for for a while now. I seen you drawing out the 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 album cover and all that. I seen you posting track lists. Yeah. What was uh, what was going on in your mind and in, in, in your life that uh, made you put out that project? So, um, 
the whole idea of it because there was no shows going on is the whole album is just one grand show and um it's supposed to be like set up like it's a fucking crusty ass fucking bar and there's people screaming in the background can you hear like uh people's voices throughout the whole thing there's at least like 30 features on it like just like random credits of people saying some shit there's a poet on it aaron who does all he did like pretty much every every show actually we did pretty much in the valley Aaron was part of just doing the poems. Yeah. So I had him be part of it. So he does like the whole plot. Like he narrates the whole story. And then I have like all my closest friends all say some shit on it or do background singing and stuff. Um, yeah, like that, that um, outro to conclusion. I love that. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah no, it's, so that's my brother at the end fun. screaming in the mic. And what we did is every take I made him drink. <laughs> so he really so like at, at first he was just like, "Hi guys, like thanks for coming to the show." And at the end of the day, he's like, "What's up, guys? Fucking sweating." Bro. <laughs> it's like it's in the shed, man. So he's like just sweating. He's like, "Yo, thanks for coming to the show, Hasta la Vista." Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I'm like yeah, yeah, that's the take. See ya. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's just beautiful so funny. right there. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, that that was like um that was just like all one take of him just fucking rambling on. I'm like, yep. It's like take? the beat, the beat, yeah, and the the beat stopped. I'm like, fuck it, just keep them going. <laughs> the beat just stopped, and it just keeps going. So I'm assuming that like if someone listens to it, the band will just be like, just stop, chilling. Like, <laughs> that shit fits so well. It's it's actually like a a, a performance going on, yeah. and the guy yeah. just yeah. at the end like he had a great time, just telling everybody go home, get the fuck out, and all that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. And um, yeah, I try to make it as colorful possible and like very grand, you know. And um, the main instrument is like the vibraphone. You hear that throughout the whole thing because kind of like hopefully my sound I'm trying to go for, you know. And um, overall, yeah, just have like a whole story to it too. It's all pretty cohesive. I try to make it at least, you know. They all the songs blend in pretty well <laughs> together. Um, and yeah, go check that out, House of Mirrors. Yeah, and everybody go check it out. Hopefully, I'll be dropping so more funny. singles soon too. And it's on all streaming platforms, all correct? Streaming. All streaming yep. platforms. Yeah. Now. Mm. I ain't going to lie, man. I looked. Yeah. I looked, man. We're uh, getting to a little bit about your solo project. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so basically, that was really funny because um, I was saying to I was saying to Griffin, like, right, right in the beginning of 2020, I was like, I want to write an album probably in 2021. And I want to wait till we do a bunch more shows. And then... Um, like kind of get more people more eyes on our music and then come out with a solo album um and griffin was kind of even saying to me like no you should just do it like just do it and i was like i don't know and then the pandemic hit and i was stuck inside and i was like well i'm not gonna stop making music and then yeah i was like i'm just gonna keep doing this and stockpiling stuff and um so i i started working on it i was like this is all starting to sound like very uh, consistent and like have yeah. the same kind of that vibe. is your sound I yeah like about it i was like um i kind of started like like griffin just said like developing my own sound and uh i was just thinking the entire time like i wish i was hanging out with my friends i wish i was doing all this stuff i wish i was doing shows i wish i was recording with people so that was kind of like the main idea was just kind of being like this is where i wish i was right now um and then i just kind of put it like um put it all together and um i knew i wanted to put it out during summer just in case like if people if everything started going back to normal i was wrong uh but <laughs> i was still like this is like definitely a quarantine album and there's only two features on there technically three there's rtu will uh will steez a lot and then my buddy uh jd who plays guitar on one of the tracks and um but all that was all like over the internet like i didn't see any of them um except for cons uh chorus that he sings on um or raps on um no more um that's the only one that i did in person and that was like months before yeah, and yeah. i just had it and i was like this fits the vibe yeah man that's <laughs> yeah. the thing like even with potting and doing stuff in in the media world it's like yeah. there ain't nothing like just being there yeah in person with people actually getting the work oh, done yeah 100%. all the zoom calls and the FaceTime yeah. and shit like that. I can't really yeah. get get with it. Being someone in person, doing like in person stuff. Like I would not do this on the phone. Just, yeah. I'm like yeah, fuck that. We'll just do that yeah, in person. Absolutely. Yeah. Like this in person is totally different vibe. Like just being there. Yeah. Just vibing out. Yeah. No. It was um, it was very um, like um. It, I think the the best word to describe that is the describe my album is just like isolation because that's really what was going on, mm -hmm. and um. 
I think it was just kind of like literally exactly what I was feeling at that time. Um, but yeah, so that's that's glitter. What's funny <laughs> about that is when he was like making that album, I'm like, Quentin, you're making an album? That's crazy. He's like, yeah, you should do it too. And I'm like, that yeah. sounds like a lot of fucking work. I'm not fucking doing that. <laughs> yeah. And then our one buddy, Brad, he's like, why don't you? You're fucking, you'll know when this is going to last. Yeah, this and could last for two or three years before all I, we know. I need to have my, like, own, like, an own studio in my house. But um, my sister moved back home because of COVID. She's like, why the fuck do I want to be in an apartment and pay rent when I'm doing all my shit online? Like, I'll just fucking move back home. And my sister did the same thing. And she has a kid. So my house was, like, full, full again. Yeah. So I lost the studio and everything. So I had to move to the shed. I'm like, fuck, I'm in the shed, and there's no, like, curfew when I'm in the shed. It's yeah. a workshop. It's no, yeah. shit. No, and I'm saying it's, like, a shed, but it's really a fucking, like, it's small, like, like, a tiny home. It's yeah, like, yeah. A big fucking, like, shed. They got, like, two floors. Like, it's fucking nuts in there. Two floors. Yeah, yeah man. It's like, I like, when I say, yo, pull up to the shed, like, and record stuff, people are probably sketch, like, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> fucking hot. Yeah. Like, no, there's a whole motorcycle, two motorcycles in there, the yeah. couch, like, the whole studio set up in there. A vibraphone's down in there, like it's all rigged up. Yeah, it sounds sketchy when I say that. Yeah, <laughs> like I'll pull up to the shed, like I'm just in the backyard. Like, I don't yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's one thing. So y'all got your solo projects out mm -hmm. and glitter. You mm -hmm. that's on um, all streaming platforms yep. as well, right? Yeah. Everybody go yeah. check out glitter. House of Mirrors by Griffin Moonstone. Do y'all enjoy, or what do y'all enjoy more, most some, or do y'all really like doing your own thing uh i think it's like equal because Apple. there's there we like it for like i think like we like it for different reasons because kind of like i said earlier like it's cool to like bring something to griffin and be like check this out and see his reaction but at the same time it's kind of like um you know it's nice to just be able to be like take my time with um some of my songs and really kind of like um i don't know just kind of like chill on it for a while and not feel like any like have any obligations or anything be like oh shit i better finish this because like yeah. i know griffin wants to put this out by this day i need to go through but at the same time it's like there's so many tracks that i've worked on that been like griffin check this out and he just comes through and just fixes the entire thing makes it sound amazing and i'm just yeah. like i couldn't I, there's so much stuff i couldn't be doing right now if it wasn't for the, be the best way to explain it is like when you make breakfast and you're like this is this is fucking good this is all i need and sometimes you make like the perfect meal you're like I couldn't do anything different. Like the hot sauce on it, the ketchup, sunny side up eggs, everything's fucking perfect. And then you make it another time, you're like, this, this is missing something. Yeah. And then you hand it to your buddy, and he's like, oh, dude, put some Parmesan on that bitch. Yeah. And now it's <laughs> yeah. a fucking perfect meal. Yeah, exactly. You now, essentially, sometimes the best way to explain it, too, is like, um, sometimes I'll get like my point across, but I can't finish it. You know? Like, I, like, the, the thought is there. The mm. story needs a conclusion. Yeah. I feel like and we've always. Quentin always wraps that up. That's right. Some of those tracks are, um, like never lasting. That's a good one. Where like mm -hmm. I had a vision, but like I can't do another verse. Like I know that's the best verse I could do. But I don't think I could do another one because I put all my ideas and thoughts in that. Yeah, it was, and it's also I feel like we're kind of like yin and yang, like in a, yeah. in the way that's like I think we were just talking about this the other day. Is that like my style is very like minimalistic, and Griffin's style is very like grand sounding. So I feel like when you put those two together, it's like you're covering all your bases. And there's something that, like, I'll, I'll do something, and then Griffin will be like, well, what about this? I'm like, holy shit, that's so cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And vice versa, where I come in, I'm just kind of like, oh, you know what would be cool if we put this on here? Yeah. And it's just, like, totally changes everything. And it's, like, at you, it's hard to get that. And that's kind of one of the things that really made me want to start most some with Griffin was, like, it was, I, I was, like, coming up with tracks and being, like, this could sound, like, way cooler uh, but I don't know what to do with it. And then that's yeah. when Griffin would come in. Quinn, Quinn's had the right idea. Yeah. Quinn's really good at like, production. So like if I'm going to make an 808 beat, like, I'll just let him do that. Because if I mix and master an 808 beat, it's going to be kind of like so-so. Like, he has way more better uh, like synthesizers and other fucking shit to like, make stuff sound like fucking perfect and like pristine. You know? Like, fuck, man. I'll be, like, recording my, like, piano and, like, there's a fucking fish tank in the background. <laughs> and, like, yo, and he'll, like, he'll fucking, like, edit it out and there's no fish tank playing. So, like, the piano and, um, and the intro track, um, Symphony... Symphony Fantastic. Yeah, I was gonna pronounce yeah. that wrong. Um, that's <laughs> me I playing. I love that track. Thank you. Thank the, you so much. The whole intro is, um, all me playing accordion, vibraphone, and piano. 
And I'm like, Quinn, how cool would it be? Because we're playing all these old school elements throughout the whole EP. That's like the last track we actually made, now I'm thinking about it. Yeah, so the, yeah. the first track. Um, how cool would it be to do all natural instruments in the starting and then blend all the electronic elements like, and then make them weave. And then at one point at the end, it's just all electronic. Yeah. Because that's the whole EP is mixing the 808s with the old school samples. And also the how the verses are like styled is like a very... Uh, like a new way of rapping, but like the beats behind it are very old school. Yeah. Came from like, like nineties. You know, some of them, how they sound, very lo-fi hip hop. Um, and actually, samples themselves are like nineteen fifties, like very old. Um, so blend them two together and use great mm -hmm. synthesizers and stuff with that. Right. Getting that Blade Runner shit going. <laughs> yeah. That's what it sounds like. That's what I love, man. Y'all build off each other, and yeah. where, where, you might need a little pushing. He got you, and vice versa. That's how that's how it should be. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So now, how how y'all feeling right now? You think we, oh, we could like up one of these blunts here? Yo, Ooh, that sounds good. <laughs> ah, let's go. Let's, we'll talk about God. <laughs> so y'all dabble a little bit into the into the. I don't want to say this, this is natural. This this ain't drugs here, man. No. It's crazy because, like, <laughs> someone smoking that, like, what, like, 40 years ago. Like, oh, yeah. Whoa. They're like, that's a devil's lettuce. Now it's like, amen to that, brother. Your well, don't smoke. Yeah, it's so funny because, like, smoke. you see, like, people's parents, like, smoking now. And it's like, dude, you would have called the police on me for smoking, like, 10 yeah. years ago. <laughs> and now, you guys, you go to a store and literally buy weed out the motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. No, literally now, like, if I see someone that, like, smells like weed and I have cologne on me, I'm like, oh, dude, nice cologne, but you'll like this better. And yeah. like, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I always got your back. I do that when I was working at the liquor store. Like, I would let people know, like, if they smell like weed, I'm like, hey, just so you know, watch out. You kind of, like, got some strong cologne yeah. on. They're like, thank you. <laughs> we Drive actually <laughs> used to work at the same liquor store uh, for a while. Um, when I, I It was funny because I moved out here and then I immediately started working at a liquor store in my hometown. Um, and hold up, hold up, I, I can definitely tell that you go this. Cause... <laughs> yeah, it's nice. But yeah, no, it was, um, yeah, we ended up, Griffin got me that job there, and then, yeah. there, you go. Go. Um, there you go, there you go, but yeah, no, that was, that was definitely, especially with our first album when we were writing that, that was like yeah. really cool to be able to be like, all right, we're gonna work this shift, and then immediately go over to Griffin's house and just work on music, so yeah. that was like, that was just so much fun. That whole, that. um, what's interesting about that album is um some of that we did in person while some of it like oh Quinn, i made this beat want to just hop on a verse on this yeah but with that newest ep we were stuck in a fucking room yeah a small room i would say to that like that container so it's maybe like uh five feet length <laughs> and two like three I, feet wide like it's a small it, it's really a closet bro it was it was it was like it's about like if i had to say probably like it's eight feet by like 15 20 feet and not even. No. And not even. It's like your small, small studio room. Yeah. It's it's very it's small. It's tiny. Yeah. But anyway, we were stuck in that room until we had um we were gonna keep we did it for like what, four days? Yeah. Four but we we're gonna days. keep going and keep going till we finished all our thoughts. Yeah. And everything that we wanted to say. So it was cool to do all that in person. We did some of the stuff in person with Torella Willard, but some stuff we just did. To like, um, just like over gmail yeah. <laughs> yeah no it was it it was so funny because it was literally new year's day that we started it i'm pretty sure like it, we went to brad's new year's eve party next morning we we're like all right we got to start working on this yeah. like we got to make this happen um the song up all night actually we we made a year ago oh yeah same with like slip like slip was oh, like slip was like two years ago. something like that. Well, that yeah slip, it was like 2019 right? yeah something yeah, like that that's when we recorded that yeah like right at the end of like 2019 and then yeah. yeah up all night was something i was i sat on for a long time and then i showed it to griffin and he was immediately like let's go this is perfect so yeah, yeah. and then um at first he just had only that guitar and the kick in it yeah I'm like dude let me add some cool shit to this so i added some like a cowbell a shaker some oh yeah griffin, you should have and... heard the track before yeah. like griffin came in it was like this is the most lo-fi you yeah. could ever get it was literally like kick snare like a hat and then me singing my falsetto and like <laughs> griffin came in and was like all right let me toss yeah. some verses on this let me do some percussion on this and i was like and that's a nice pocket on it so i love yeah every time they all those instruments come in like they filled up i'm like oh, yeah this is dope. it was like completely i would have definitely not put out that track if it wasn't for griffin so, 
How's that got y'all feeling right now? I'm fine. Yeah, I'm at like. It's fucking nuts. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I ain't gonna lie, that shit punching you in my chest. <laughs> yeah. So, man. What y'all got planned for the future? What's what's in the plans for most some? No, y'all don't have to reveal everything. Yeah. So, which y'all can reveal? We have a lot of stuff um, going on. The uh, like, there's a lot of stuff we can't really talk about yet. Um, the one thing that we will say um, is, is there anywhere I can ask this? Yeah, I got you. Oh, don't worry. The one thing I can say is that we're currently working on something that um, will make a lot of people's uh, artistic visions come to life and actually because I feel like there's not really um uh, a, hub. a hub to to do stuff in the valley yeah um so I kind of want to do like we were just talking one day and I was like it'd be really cool if there was something that where we could just like have somewhere 24 7 where people can come in and if they want to make something they can make something and we're working towards that slowly can't really say much right now but yeah. it's it's looking like it's gonna happen but I like how it's sounding already we also have um, we're also working on another EP that's coming out. It's pretty close to finish. Um, yeah. We just got probably like another month, maybe. It's so, essentially like yeah. how I was talking with like the yin and yang. I feel like it's the same way. Should we talk about what, what it kind of sounds like? Should we keep that a surprise? I think the best way to explain it is like it's the opposite. It's the, yeah, it's the, the opposite, opposite of what this is that right. we just dropped. And but they both are going to make sense. Yeah. Once you, and I feel like it's yeah. one of those things that it's like, once you hear it, it's going to be like, oh, okay, like, I see how this, because we were originally, like, thinking, like, should we do an album, like, a full album, but then yeah. it was, like, there's so many conflicting ideas that were, like, it's way more fun instead of doing 14 tracks straight, doing two sets of seven, because then we can kind of fully form yeah. everything, so the second half of this whole project is coming soon, so, yeah. Yeah. It'll, it's coming. It's summer. Summer. It's summer. Eater near you. And now that that's on camera, yeah. we have to stick to that. So it's it'll happen. Yeah. I'm like fuck. Yeah. So like, I didn't even fucking record that verse yet. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. And then hopefully doing more shows. That's the big thing that we want to take. Yeah. You know, bring back to the. I want to get to more shows. Yeah. Yes, more I want. Shit. Ideally, I want to make a show every weekend. Yeah, we, we want to we, yeah. we want to just go back like full force and get right back into it. Because there's literally, I feel like there was a point where it was like, you know when you're watching like, like if you ever watch like Game of Thrones, we get to the end of the season and it's like, there's just a huge cliffhanger. That's how I felt like Yo, in the beginning of 2020. Because it was like, oh, we're doing all these crazy shows. Doing all these crazy shows. Bigger and, bigger and then there's and just a massive better. disease yeah. that breaks out. We're like, God damn it. And now we're off season. But we're coming back. Yeah, yeah. They, like they renewed those for another yeah, season. Yeah, we got like, renewed oh, for another season in. in the Valley, yeah. So there's, I think that's kind of like one of our main goals is to get everyone back up to speed and um, yes. kind of like jump right back in because there was, there was, I feel like now there's just like pent up energy from everyone being like, yeah. all right, let me, everyone's ready to exactly. run in and jump into the pool. So we want to make that happen. And I know for a fact that any person that makes music in the valley, they have stuff that I know they want. To oh play, yeah, you know, because they have like all this shit that's even unreleased. So like, I want to play a side show and see people's reaction. Oh yeah, I drop this because I, I know that's a very common thing. Because I have a feeling like yeah, there are so many people like that are just like waiting to like I I, I haven't heard like Service Dog play in Mad Long yeah. and I'm ready to hear that. And I haven't heard RTU play in a while and I'm ready to hear that. <laughs> yeah. Like I know they're holding something up. I just feel it. <laughs> yeah no that's gonna be fucking dope I look forward to that so, right, yeah that's kind of what's next that's what we're hoping for sounds yeah. good man sounds like y'all please full y'all ready to to get well y'all been working but y'all ready to get back to the real work in the real world oh, yeah. yeah being around people performing doing shows hosting everything so I'm definitely looking forward to Hopefully, I get get an invite. Dude, you, know I mean? you will. You you will be there. You'll yeah. be the first on the scene. You also be the I'm person like live. Like hi, yeah. I'm here with Quentin Brown. Quentin, how's it feel that you're gonna be headlining this show? And you'll be like, oh, like, man, I can't. I'm high as fuck. Awesome. At all, I'm trying to be at as many shows as possible. Well, that's so. It's so funny too because I feel like I check your news before I check like LehighValley.com most of the time because I feel like you're probably gonna post something I care about more. Like, no offense to LehighValley.com, they do a great job, but, like... <laughs> uh, we're the, never working there, though. Yeah, Thanks, yeah, Clinton. seriously. I just, yeah, oops. And, um, but, like, I, whenever I see 
um, like space station coming with my timeline. I'm always like, all right, I'm gonna check this out. I totally forget that you guys post stuff in the news. I yeah, and it's it, it's so. And every time I'm like, I try to no, I, I try actually, to dabble and I like them. You're always on the breaking, everything. like the breaking news shit. Like I'm I always like, how did you, how did I you do that? I one of them. I'm like, yo, you're about this. Yeah. And I send it to you. Yeah, like there's so many times where like we'll put it in our group chat and be like, yo, check this out, and it's your page. You know, because it's like, I, yeah, man, you're you're good at what you do, man. Thank you, man. Just hearing stuff like that, that's what keeps me motivated. Yeah. That's yeah. what keeps me going. And definitely during the pandemic, just being where I record and everything, I don't really want to bring too many people in with COVID at its peak where it was. So it was kind of hard being around yeah. so many people. I definitely did get sick at one point. So it's Thank like... You. Now me, oh, that was a wild bag. That was a wild bag. So I'm good now. Is it weird that I can't taste anything right now? No, I'm fucking around. Yeah, but everything is definitely getting back to normal slowly but surely. I'm glad. Um, I'm vaccinated, by the way. Vaccinated, vaccinated, bro. Yeah, I'm vaccinated. Yeah, that's good. That's good to hear, man. I respect that. I'm not vaccinated yet. I'm trying to stay as healthy as possible till they say, "Hey, man, you can't do shit anymore unless you get vaccinated." Then yeah. maybe I'll get vaccinated. But in New Jersey, um, if you're not vaccinated, you're not supposed to put away your mask. Which it's is crazy. crazy, but like you don't have that. Can't prove that. Out here, yeah, prove it. <laughs> out here um, if you're fully vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. Yeah, really? yeah. yeah. And you, and you don't really have to uh, prove it either. No, yeah, I mean, yeah, they you gotta go by honor system or yeah. some yeah. shit. Yeah, it's crazy. Which Honestly. that's a whole other story. Of that <laughs> yeah. whole it's so crazy, just like the news cycle. And again, that's kind of why I would gravitate towards because you're like, I feel like it's just like. Bunch of negative shit, bunch of negative shit, and then you pull up, you're like, oh, this person dropped an album. Oh, also check out this. Remember this video game? I'm like, yo, this this is nice. I'm nice trying to keep it positive. Yeah, man. this is a, a pretty sad year. Yeah, pretty sad year. So yeah. I try to stay. Yeah, man. Beat. Yeah, we're at the diner a couple of days ago, and I'm like, we'll look at the news. I'm like, damn, this is nothing but sad. sad. Shit. Yeah, and it's and I feel like sometimes you just gotta like, I feel like now I just follow like cool art pages and like, just like music yeah. stuff because it's like otherwise it's like i don't like i can't just sit here and like i, I feel like if you're going to sit around and talk about like oh the world is so terrible then you're gonna it's gonna feel terrible but if you're like oh this is cool look at what this cool photographer just did you're gonna be like whoa people are awesome uh, you know hey, you, <laughs> well this has been another good episode a lovely episode i'm glad y'all came through appreciate y'all you know I mean, we definitely gotta do this again. Oh, hell yeah, man. Most definitely gotta do this again. It's been another episode of Space Station Podcast with my guys, Mo Sum. And we got it. Peace. Peace.